And we are back. Look at that. That's called seamless transition. We were waiting to see if we were going to with the mics and everything. And there you go. Okay. So um, thank you, everyone, for joining us. Obviously, I want to remind you again like, subscribe, share this with everyone. We got to remember this is going to, for some people, this is going to be brand new. Yes, this, this is, is started off. Gonna be segment number two, <laughs> stage two, form two. We're gonna figure out what we're doing here. Exactly Indeed. what we're gonna call it. Um, thank you very much. Hey, thanks, Lenny. Thank you very much, Lenny. Um, yeah. So again, like, subscribe, share us with everyone. Um, did we drop out on the YouTube's? What happened? No, it's, it's still no. rolling. Okay, scared the piss out of me for a second. Anyway. We're still here. Excellent here. condition. Okay. Um, <laughs> not gonna say it for a third time. We have our Instagram.com slash Salt of the Streets, YouTube, where you're watching us now, dot com slash Salt of the Streets, Patreon.com slash Salt of the Streets. If you want to help us make more, better content, please go there, become a patron. You can find all this on saltofthestreets.com. If you want to go and watch some gaming, go to Lexi Kayo on Twitch. Swell Blended for a haircut if you're in the local area. Uh, location Skate Shop if you need a skateboard. And of course, leggings and ap- aprons on Instagram if you want some cakes. Get them um, while you can. Yeah, get them while you can exactly on the next few weeks. Yeah, somebody's wicked pregnant. Excuse me, we had. The review preview that dropped on Monday for our February and March books. We have the beer show that drops every Friday. We have the clips that come out every day. And, of course, we have the newsletter that comes out on the last day of the month. It is never too late to get that on the Patreon. That's for the $5 tier. All costs, $5. You get all the things plus the articles from me, from Colin. It's fantastic. $5. So $5 foot long. Oh, my God. It's an article that's a foot long. This, so that's, that's how we're doing that. <laughs> Okay. Happy two of four. What's um, up? Yeah, two of four. Um, <laughs> so let's see. I live tweeted the vast majority of this. Um, oh, the town hall? Or not the town hall. State of the Union. Yeah, so yeah. this segment, of course, about the State of the Union. Uh, the first thing I want to say, the man himself performed better than I expected, um, regardless of what Crowder said, because Crowder talked a little like I felt more shit than – was necessary um, or even called for but yeah. that is what steven crowder does so you know that's why i didn't listen to his stream this this time i did just because you know i gotta i you gotta, gotta see what, and he also didn't yeah. put an episode the next day so which i gotta tell you, you man <laughs> i gotta tell you we're, i'm just trying Let's let me get it. my fucking notes up real quick show map there it is um i gotta tell you bro i am so fucking sick and tired i i had a conversation with Fuck, I don't remember. I, mean, I might have been talking to you about it earlier today. Shit, I don't even remember. We produce a show with two people, essentially. You know, you're the crowder in our situation, and I'm kind of a uh, a mix between what used to be Quarter Black and Gerald, right? That's the way I kind of see it. You drive the show along, and I produce and then add fun stuff. Yeah. Um, but he has, like, in the room with him while they're doing the show, there's, like, five or six people there. <laughs> yes. There's three people at <laughs> yes. least just running the production side of it, which is sound clips, changing, you know, cameras, and then inserting little video clips and shit like that. And and then they do pictures of, like, their intern room or whatever. They have right. tons of employees out there. I'm like, how many people does it take to make this show, which – I'm not going to say it does not. It has a high production value. Yeah. The cameras are good. The lighting's great. Like all the sound is good. All this stuff. You don't need that many, dude, to do this. And then on top of that, you have all those people and you only put out four shows a week. I get it. I get it, man. But if you are going to burn the midnight oil and do a single live stream where you sit there, you get drunk and you talk shit, 
which I don't think they drink that much on the show. I don't remember. They did drink that does. time, but, um, but beers, I think, they were drinking. Why are you not getting up and going to fucking work the next day? Yeah. I did. I stayed up, and I got hammered with Lauren with Lauren Southern on IRL. Okay, yeah, that was, I watched that one, too. I got shithoused on Wednesday by accident. <laughs> it was great. But it just bothers me that he cannot. He cannot put out four shows a week if he has a single minor hiccup. And it's like, no. Health stuff I get. That's why he's got Dave Landau. But, I mean, come on, dude. It's poor form. Tim Cass is right up there ne- the next day with Majin Nuaz. Yes. Powerful show. But I had a really good time watching the IRL cast when I did that, and then I had to go back and watch the non-commentated version. But it was pretty good, though, I will say, for watching uh, the TimCast's first ever live stream kind of shared. They had a bunch of people on there. I think there was – because you had Ian, you had um, – Seamus. Seamus was there. Lauren Southern was there. You got you know, the other Canadian guy. The other Canadian dude. I can't remember his name. And then Tim. And then Tim. And then, of course, Lydia nowadays has got – more involved for some reason and um so it's just for some reason <laughs> there's too many people there to be doing that i think if they had about half the people that'd be it'd actually be good he has Crowder a hard talks time too much. i think tim pool especially has a hard time reining everybody in you know yeah, it does. you hear him like guys, guys 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 like a lot and they're just yeah. kind of continue to yeah especially certain guests are like that when they're in certain moods <laughs> i watch them religiously so like i yeah i could i feel like i i'm very intimately familiar with the characters on that show more so than say. i yes yeah Which definitely is, the irl yeah. side yeah the irl side and then you're there for the cast castle business yeah um but i i, I usually watch those about like once a week and, and then i supercharge yeah because yeah. they're really fun to just put on at the end of the night when you're smoking weed and just trying to vibe out because the music's always got mm-hmm. this cool lo-fi stuff and they're like skateboarding or printing shit or something you know yeah. it's, they're talking now about that like 14 15 foot quarter pipe they're gonna put on the side yeah. of the house Bro. Always building something new out yeah, there, too. Dude. Yeah, Very, very inspirational stuff. Yes. But that was my viewing experience for that. I took a few notes. I got a few talking points that might hit throughout yeah. this thing. So yeah. it'll be, it'll be really gonna, good. We're just going to use my Twitter as a guide. There's be, certainly yeah. insert everything, but that's because I was live tweeting the vast majority of it. Most of the big points are in here. I have some other things that I wrote down that aren't here. Because mm-hmm. obviously I was talking. Dax was still awake, so we're doing everything. I was forcing him to watch the State of the Union. So, oh, yeah. Um, and then we had to rewatch it basically all week through right, clips on right. TV and podcasts and shit. Um, <laughs> so I won't say that it was full of lies, but it definitely had some lies, and it was filled with deception. Um, yes, that's for sure. Yeah, whether or not they I were, call it deception a lie. Yeah, whether or not they were straight out lies, I don't know. Yeah. There was a lot of half truths, a lot of leading comments, and things like that. Um, yeah, it was pretty rough. Yeah, so I live tweeted the vast majority of them, so we can use my tweets and replies as a guide because there's a couple of exchanges here that I want to go over yes. um, when that really didn't make any sense. So, and then after I was thinking about it, I thought about how fucking stupid that person was. So we're gonna talk to you about that <laughs> one because, because of how stupid this fucking Ooh. point was. Um, Love that. So the first point that I wanted to make, right, was something that I just talked about in the last segment, was the leadership of this country being able to support foreign militias while trying to disarm their own public is is never going to cease to amaze me. Because in in this speech, right, he opens up by talking about Ukraine, all this stuff, right, I'm tweeting here, glory to Ukraine, like, he's talking about it. But then 10 minutes later, He's talking about, we show the video, deer and Kevlar vests and, and all these things. That's that's a, a misnomer that we just talked about. That's not what the Second Amendment is about. He's no. actively trying to disarm American citizens while sending your tax dollars to the Ukraine to, why do we say the Ukraine? I don't know why. Well, I don't know where that came from. 
I believe, and I, uh, this also, I believe, came from an IRL. Somebody was talking about it. It might have been Majid. Um, but the idea of the, the term Ukraine is like borderlands. And so when they would refer to the borderlands, oh, like the Ukraine. Okay. But Ukraine is also a nation now with a people a and a culture and all this stuff, which is I'm, – and I'm relatively new nation if i recall yeah, I yeah. Mean, former soviet World union II, state and all that yeah i mean right when the yeah when when russia was getting chopped up it, i'm not gonna pretend i i, don't I know. know but um but yeah it's like a whole thing and so it happens john podhorns on the commentary magazine is terrible about it he's always saying the ukraine the ukraine and he finally started to catch himself lately but yeah i don't know it's I used to do it all the time. Yeah, it was. Oh yeah, over there in the in the in the Ukraine. The Ukraine. All right. Well, we'll like, we'll, ah. we'll do our best. So we'll get there. It's, um, it's one of those fun things, though. So, trying to disarm you while actively sending your tax dollars to Ukraine, millions of dollars too, to arm their militias. Mm -hmm. There, we we're actually doing that. So, it's never going to cease to amaze me. It's absolutely mm -hmm. incredible. Um, yeah, we'll get more into that in the next segment. Yep. The and the, next, the only thing that I have written down here is. Oh, I have two things. <laughs> One's going to be really good. The bullshit argument of the deer and Kevlar vest is, is so tired and, and ridiculous. Mm -hmm. um, I just can't stand it anymore. So it, we'll get to that last point. Yeah. Later. So Let me give you my first two cents on like the overall yes. of, from my experience, was it? I, uh, I felt that it was, a, it was about 10 to 15 minutes of the State of the Ukraine speech followed by 40-ish minutes of a campaign speech. Yes. That's the feeling I got from this thing. There was no no accomplishments listed. There was no nothing like that. Trump gets in there. And he's like, we did this. We did this. And he's got a story for every point. And blah, blah, blah. It's all showy and all this shit. This was not this. This was, hey, Ukraine's awesome. Power to Ukraine. Glory to Ukraine. We're going we're gonna to help them out. We're shipping them weapons. We're doing all of the things we can for Look liberty and freedom. And then... Also, here's all the things that I want to keep doing. Here's Build Back Better 2.0. Yeah, yeah. Which is also, and I like the way uh, Tim Pool kind of coined it. He says it's uh, Diet MAGA. Diet MAGA. Yes. And that is a thousand percent MAGA shit, dude. Yes. This is Make America Great Again all over, except it's just a little different and called different things. I mean, yeah. Make things at home. The to, When he dropped the border security line and all this, which we'll, we'll get into down the line. This was... This was Diet MAGA, bro. This is what the new Biden campaign is. <laughs> yes. Um, talked a lot about energy, obviously, yep. um, which we'll get into a little bit later when we talk into the, kind of the third segment. We'll talk a little about American energy. I have some mm. really good articles and some some charts and shit like that. Um, he talked a lot about inflation and how terrible the inflation was. Failed to mention at all the mm -hmm. $7 trillion that we added to the deficit. Somehow claimed that he took money off of the deficit. Yeah. I don't know how that could possibly be true. And it's not. then it's said just... that he was going to take another billion dollars off the deficit in the next year. Yeah, by getting rid of tax cuts. Oh, I believe okay. that's what it was. You oh, get rid of yes. the Trump era tax cuts, which ballooned the deficit. And then, so we're going we're gonna to get rid of those. The rich are going to pay their fair share, which means your tax, the deficit's going to go down. Yes. We're going to pass this infrastructure bill, and it's not going to be infrastructure week anymore. It's going to be infrastructure decade. year. Decade. That's what it was. Infrastructure decade, right? And so I said, wait, wait, wait. I don't get infrastructure week anymore? Nope. Wait. All gone. Yeah. We've had um, we've had infrastructure week there for us since we started this podcast, bro. Yes. And now that it's it's gone. I'm going to miss it. It's gone. Talked about how many projects had been started, you know, or not even started, how many had been um, announced we're going to do this project this project this project i don't care about the announcements of projects i care about the progress of projects mm -hmm. there is no progress yet the money has not even been actually doled out nah. from the infrastructure bill there's still 
all it is at this point is the senators and representatives who got effective dog years in that bill and are able to go to their districts and say this is what we're going to do here because mm-hmm. i know that this money is coming right yep. even though there aren't specific dog years they know where the money is going it's been appropriated to different infrastructure projects well yeah i don't care about that they got that done so now each one of them can go home and they have their campaign they have their their campaign for re-election right there we got this i got i fought for this in the infrastructure bill, it's it got passed. We fought for it, so elect me again. This is all, this is all designed to 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 push people towards winning in the midterms. Do you know a really good example that I know anybody who lives in Washington will be able to sympathize with this? A really good example of why I don't care about the projects being announced. I care about when they're finished because <laughs> there's a bridge that I still pay for and I pay increasing amounts of money for every fucking year. That was supposed to already have been paid for. But for some reason, we need to pay more money every year Mm -hmm. for mm, something. Other transportation projects. Isn't that interesting? So, because what happened with, in that particular case, see what happened was, uh, they lied to us again. And they just, there was nothing in law that said you had to stop charging people for this bridge once it was paid for. So they just keep it going. And then it's, and it's the same deal. Yeah. And more because it's because like everything goes expensive. Now. Hey, man, if inflation is co- is rising, inflation also affects the, the government, right? They need to get their extra money, too. They need to protect their bottom dollar, and they need to make sure that that paint on that bridge can be redone in the next yeah. 20 years or whatever the fuck. I don't know how it works, <laughs> but they're just stealing money from us. They were in the campaign part of this, right? When he's going over Build Back, and they, re- they renamed it something else, right? It was like, Build America Better. Is that what it was? It is Building a Better America. Building a Better America. And then he coughed, which was really weird, right after Continually. Saying, Building a Better. <laughs> into the microphone. Mind you, he's 100. Turn your head, bitch. I know. Turn your head. <laughs> Who's the poor bastard that's got to clean that microphone at the end of the day? Yes. Is he going to be the, oh, is that how, is that how Saki got COVID? Biden coughed on the microphone and then got sick. COVID. Anyway. Also, isn't it hilarious how quickly the Democrats went from everyone needs an N95 so bad that we're going to ship them out to you to fuck it. We're going to kiss each other on the mouth on public television because coronavirus doesn't exist anymore. I. We're going to touch don't faces. Know Joe to Biden this. put his forehead on yeah. someone else's forehead. That was Does creepy. COVID not exist? No. Is that not still real? <laughs> It's, it's okay that you don't need a mask, but should you really be putting your fucking face on someone else's face? They should you are be not doing that? afraid of COVID. They don't care. They're not afraid of it, obviously. No. I mean, and by all rights, they shouldn't, especially put now. put his face on someone else's face. That was one of the bingo cards on the Tim <laughs> cast. Yes, and it wasn't until afterwards because he didn't do that until after the speech was done. But he came over and gave the old intimate forehead to forehead goofiness, man, which is, can you imagine how bad you that dude smells? And on top of that, there was a vote yesterday, okay. right, to repeal – it was against Joe Biden's vaccine mandate, right? Not a single Democratic senator voted for it. No, of course not. Why not would one. they? I mean, we do, what is going on? You know why? Because their base loves it, man. This, we, got, we got protests going on in the state protesting the upcoming mask mandate removal. I mean, these people – are, I mean, it's it's cult worship, dude. This is this has been their religion, religion for this long, and now that quote unquote the science says you could take off your mask, they don't. They're not ready. They're not okay to do this. How many articles did we see over the last year about 
people not being ready to to have the restrictions of COVID removed and get back to normal life. It's plus too scary. Plus, you're prettier if you wear a mask. You're prettier. Word. You're more attractive. The article says. I, I have seen some really good uh, <laughs> some memes coming out, especially like the follow out of like a uh, anti Inslee Washington Washingtonian pages, you know. And there's one that was like this gorgeous woman, you know, with the mask on like this, just beautiful eyes, all this stuff, and takes it off. And now there's a fucking mustache there. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, awesome. what you got to look forward to after COVID? That's awesome. It's you know, um, it's a thing. So in the campaign part of this, right, when yes. you're going over all the things they're going to do, the Build Back Better, which we've gone over before, um, I will maybe I'll link to that. Let me write that down because it's quick. important it. to remember that when we talk about the Build Back Better 2.0 stuff, it's literally the same shit that we've been rehashing all year long and that people have voted against yes, at this point. That just in, failed. Not in short number. Couldn't even get past – you couldn't even get the 51%. Right. All right. And so we're going to redo this again. And the weird thing is instead of – Biden made a comment about people going back to the office and not working from home. Yes, he did. He did. Yes, he did. Um, but companies aren't going to do that. There, No, there's a lot of people who prefer work from home. That's, yeah. Um, anyway. That's neither here nor there. What are we talking about? Build back better. What the fuck was I saying? Campaign speech. Campaign speech. Yeah, I was gonna make. I was just gonna make a point off of what you had said though. About people not. They're in a cult. They don't want to take their masks off. Oh, too um, long ago. Damn. Um, that's hate okay. when it happens. So, I do. In this, oh, it failed. Right. Yes. And yes. When Build Back Better failed, there was a lot of argument and discussion of, well, if we break this up into some smaller bills or individual bills, then we there's wiggle room. Like you mm -hmm. can have in more discussion about them. Many people said that. So instead of changing the approach, right, this is a, a larger political perspective that we're looking at right now. Right. In the effort to try and get this passed, if you're part of the Biden administration, why would you not announce these things as individual projects as as was as where support was voiced for them already mm -hmm. as individual projects, the, the child tax credit that we're going to talk about later. There is already a gang of people that said that they would vote for that. If it Mitt Romney proposed a different, <laughs> larger version of the child tax credit, it was bigger. Yep. There's, already like there's already Republican support for that. You can get these things passed individually. I, I, I would, I would put my name on it. I would yep. guarantee it. And at least one of these things you can get passed as an individual bill, mm -hmm. the more you continue to try and pass these enormous fucking deficit-shifting bills, what once would be a deficit-shifting <laughs> bill, right? Trillion, two trillion dollar packages. People don't want that anymore. Hmm. We are paying four dollars a gallon in Washington State, California five dollars a gallon. People don't want, even if that's like, oh, it's energy, it's only one thing, blah blah blah. That's what people correlate their costs to. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to continue to increase inflation, even if you don't want to acknowledge that your deficit spending is doing that. There's no escaping that. Mm -hmm. That's the reality of the situation. If I'm talking to the audience right now, if anyone is saying that to you, they're lying to you. The deficit is directly impacting inflation, 100%. That's how that works. It's it's not the only thing. It is 100% impacting inflation. The impacting inflation. The increases mm -hmm. you have seen in the grocery store, at the pump, everywhere are at least part in due to the insane deficit spending that we just did over the last three years. Yep. We talked about it. Or the last two years, we talked about it. There's there's reason for it. There's justification for a lot of it. Three trillion, eight trillion. It's too much. Yeah. It's, it was it was way too much. Yeah. So we said idea... it at the time. You you cannot inflation too many dollars chasing too few goods. What happens when you pump trillions of dollars into yeah. the economy? Inflation is going to go up. We knew it was coming from the beginning. 
So and, to me, I'm sorry, go ahead. I'll say now that we know, now that it's here, we need to recognize that and we can't let these people sell us on this shit anymore. What's the answer? Right. What is the answer to inflation? Biden says, lower costs. Lower your costs. Lower costs, not wages, right? How do you lower costs? By subsidizing things with the government, by spending more government money, by putting more government overseas. dollars or going overseas. But and we're not going to do that. No, we're going to build at home anymore. anymore. Yes. So, so we're just going to we're going to print more money. We're going to spend more money, and inflation is going to continue to rise. Just on that specific aspect alone, just the the printing and the 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 spending of deficit money, that alone is going to be detrimental to inflation. Not to factor in the rest of the problems that come with that, that we've done to each other. We've done this to ourselves over the last, you know, two and a half, three years. Right. But that and is definitely not going to make it better. It's only going to make it worse. And to me, um, because I believe, and I've said this a million times before, and I'll say it until the end, because I believe that every government institution hates you and wants you to die. Yep. Right. To me, this refusal to shift strategy reads as they don't care they don't really want to do this because no. they know it's not going to work and they also know as is evident in their shifting of strategy i'm trying to untie my shoe right now everyone is why i'm looking like this um, <laughs> as the is white evident there. by their shift of that looks even worse in the so to speech itself right mm -hmm. so so much more conservative so maga focused so america first right they know that a red wave is coming in the midterms they yeah. know that there's no doubt about that so if they know that they can't hope for more Democratic support in the Senate, and they can't hope for more Democrat support in the House, they know there's going to be more, more Republicans there. They're not shifting strategy because they don't care. They don't actually want this to pass. They have to signal that they want it to pass yes. so that people will continue to support them and they won't try, I don't know, so that they can try and make an attempt when the next run. I don't know what the hope could possibly be at this point because they're not going to be impeached. He's not going to get kicked out. None of that is going to happen. But the complete refusal to shift strategy on getting any of these bills passed and shoving them as omnibus tells me they do not care about no. you and they do not care about these things. That's exactly what I was going to say when you were talking about like, well, I don't, why don't they just, at this point, they know what's popular and what's not. So why don't they do the individual programs? They why don't, don't they want individual to. Bills? Because they can't. They don't want to no. because every institution hates you and wants you to die. Why would they actually want to try to help you by doing the small little things that they might be, they maybe should be doing to actually help people. They don't want to do that. They hate us and they want us to die. Yes. So what do they do? They put it, they, they maintain that it has to be done in a giant omnibus bill. And then they run the on time. that. And it's always, yeah, now, now is always the time. Always the time. Shift. That's yes. what it is, is. Now is the time for major shift and reform. And that's why now is the time. Look these comments here. Lonesome Lenny says, tried to gas up yesterday in a line of cars, uh, and gas was three seventy nine a gallon. Today Woo! was four thirty. Here, Hot Lenny, dog. Chevron, Chevron is always the most expensive here, I think, across the board. Gas mm. was over four dollars a gallon here in Washington State. It was like four twenty nine, I think, at Chevron. Don't at, ask me about diesel. At Costco yesterday, it was three eighty six, and the cars, the line of cars, was into the actual parking lot of Costco. Um, so that's Man. for anybody who's not in this area. That's in our local Costco. That's like at least seven cars in each line for mm -hmm. it to get there zeke says that's true but the sanctions on russia and russia's new relationship with saudi arabia is going to really bring down the hurt on us that is a million percent true also gas in southern california is six dollars mm -hmm. and five dollars gonna... i just said is the state average uh yeah. I, all i said was five dollars but my reference to that is that five dollars is now the state average mm -hmm. in california and so that's from six dollars at the bottom to closer to four dollars at the top you know because the state is just so goddamn big yeah. that 
it's probably I'm not gonna say I guess closer to four dollars, but still over four dollars um, is gonna get you at that five dollar oh, average yeah. in average. California for the That's first the time ever. Averages factor in there, but yes. I will say, and don't worry, guys, because we are definitely going to dive deeper into the yes. oil and the energy and all that when we start talking about Ukraine and Russia. One hundred percent. So we'll I just am, scroll that away for now. Yeah, we'll, I did. Some we'll, we'll touch into that the Saudi later. Saudi Arabia and Russian thing. The here's whole a, password in order here's a wonderful little oil segue to get back to um, the speech here. Oh when, yes, that point at which you know he was talking to about Russia and you know the global you know w- response and all this stuff. He, he was talking about how much extra oil. They're going to release into the market, right? Yes. Um, and it was like globally, there was going to be a collective sixty billion or sixty sixty yeah sixty, 60 billion, billion barrels million sixty million, million barrels yes, yeah, yeah. put out, and then thirty from the United States strategic petroleum oil, petroleum reserves, right? And we talked about this back in the day when he first uh, when he first was fucking around with the sanctions on Nord Stream 2. We had more oil, oil problems and all this, that, and the other thing. And then the 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 gas craze where people going out and filling gasoline in bags and shit. We all remember that. It was not yes. that long ago. Yes. I think it was beginning of pandemic. Oh, I forgot maybe, about right? that. That's so funny. Yeah. And, well, and then we talked, we learned at that point how many barrels of oil roughly it takes to run the United States per day. And it's roughly 20 million. Yes. Or, yeah, I don't know why I put billion. It's uncomfortable. But barrels, 20, that's why. There you go. And... We go through 20 a day, but globally, we're going to release 90. So yeah. that's that would do America a few days of extra, I mean, of, of oil. I mean, that sounds like what's up. So that's just it's just such a big number. You know, it's, just 60 it's million so is just a big, big. number. So and they're just throw it out is, there too. like it's going to. Well, it is. It's but, gonna, and it's it's it, going to make such a huge. It sounds really good. 60 bil- million barrels, 30 right. million barrels. It's going to be good. That's what we're doing to fight uh, against your rising prices at the pump. You're eighty dollars a month. Eighty dollars a month. Joe Biden said that. Yeah, that's right. You know, we are going to try and shift away from this and push <sighs> to subsidize more electric cars, and we're going to build out the electric uh, charging plants so that mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about the eighty dollars a month of your bill. Okay, so I <laughs> I got gas yesterday yeah. at Costco, which is the cheapest you. in the area, three eighty six. I put forty five dollars in my gas tank, and I got a half a tank. Yeah, like. Maybe half tank. I would add a quarter, and I got to under three quarters. So maybe four forty-five dollars. You know, I had to drive a two thousand eleven Toyota Tundra. It's not an enormous truck. It's not, and that will do me. It ain't a seven point three liter diesel. No. So (laughs) hundred twelve. We used to be able to fill up Jordan's car. She drives a Camry for like thirty-five. Yeah, and that's now you get you know over half a tank, five eighths of a tank for like thirty-five. You know what's funny is I remember back when I was in high school driving the Volkswagen Jetta yeah. to high school, and it was twenty. It was twenty bucks if I had waited to get down to three quarters to fill up. Twenty bucks. That got me a long ways. Hundred hundred twelve dollars the other day to fill up the truck. Hundred twelve dollars. That's insane. Yeah, it's it's not good, man. It's not good. I don't know. Oh, anyway. So in all this shifting of energy that he talked about, right? Yeah. Uh, in we're gonna natural gas and uh, electric and mm-hmm. solar and no mention of nuclear energy at all. No. Right. Not a single mention of nuclear energy at all <laughs> until Russia said, "You motherfuckers need to talk about I, this." I remain unconvinced. <laughs> I don't understand. You don't really care about clean energy if you don't want to try and invest in nuclear energy. Yeah. You don't actually care. You can't convince me. It's it's ridiculous. It is by far. Obviously, barring fucking nuclear spills and shit, mm. it is by far 
the cleanest form of energy that's available is nuclear Word. fucking energy. Yep. Invest all of these billions of dollars you're talking about. Put that into nuclear energy. It, a good portion of it. Figure out how Where's to make it spot? not explode, yep. right? Because, again, the Chernobyl incident was, was a pressure test that they did where someone fucked up. Yeah. It wasn't a natural operation where things got terrible. And it, things would have gotten fixed, too, if they were not under the Soviet system at yes. the time. Because the fear about that had a massive factor. This wasn't like a Fukushima where it was a totally natural disaster. It was a tsunami. Deal. Yeah, and, it, and again, in Fukushima, it was a tsunami. Yeah. It wasn't like they fucked up and they just uh, uh, accidented it and now mm -hmm. there's a meltdown and we don't know what to do about it, you know? And it wasn't even a meltdown there. There's a problem with the water. They got to store all the water and there's yeah. those enormous basins of irradiated water that they just have Hanging out. all over the place. Because it's real. But we could even factor in avoiding those things yes. if we were to do it right yes. now. But they don't want to. They yeah. don't care about that, nope. right? And it's not like there isn't good-paying jobs in nuclear energy, you know? Certainly there are less, and that's not to say we should only be investing in nuclear energy, but there's all kinds of infrastructure that needs to be due. The, the plants still need to be built, right? Biden will hand out wool sweaters before he promotes nuclear energy. You are goddamn right. <laughs> you are goddamn right <laughs> yes, he will. Would. Yes. It doesn't make any sense. So I will not believe anybody who tells me they care about clean energy and green energy, but doesn't talk about nuclear... What? Okay. Um, all this, all this <laughs> talk just, about nuclear energy, drop. bro. I, yeah, I, I just was like, oh my God, that's what it was. So earlier this week, there was a story that came across some of the local things um, about an active shooter situation at the Hanford nuclear site, which is in eastern Washington, right? Okay. Right? And I was like, oh my God, I heard about that, but... It's relatively local news. Is, you know, it's not going to be articles on it when I'm seeing it first come across social media and all the shit. So I'm like, oh, man, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't really follow up with it until just now. You started thinking about it. And I was like, well, yeah, we could build these nuke sites, but then we have active shooters at them. And then it's terrible. But it turns out that uh, the because it was within like an hour or something, they had the all clear or whatever. Turns out it's a fucking nail gun <laughs> that somebody was like, you know, shooting. And then so they active shooter and bing, That's bang, awesome. boom. And. And then everything was fine. That's <laughs> it awesome. turns out to be not a story. <laughs> um, oh, God. So Joe Biden also said, what do I have here? What's this one that I'm trying to look at? Um, talked about how many jobs they created, right? We've created so many jobs over the last two years. Oh, this one. Workplace participation is still lower than it was in, 20, in 2019. By They're, not a lot. By, by not a little <laughs> bit. A fucking lot. There's millions of jobs we still have not yes. gotten. So not only oh. not only does the government not create jobs, which we have said a million times before, mm. right? The government in very few instances creates jobs, yeah. right? Very few instances. The only jobs that they directly create are military jobs and then government bureaucracy jobs. Yes. That's it. There's They're, no private. That's it. No. The government does not create private sector jobs. No. At all. Ever. Right? Mm. So, so it's hilarious that. We talk about this all the time. But, yeah, also the argument of we've created this many jobs in this time. When drive through your town and tell me if there are not stores that are at limited hours because of because they don't have the staff, right? Yeah, They're drive through your town and, like and tell me how many fewer stores you have left. Yes. That's that'll be and, really it. And whether or not those fewer stores are still looking are for still jobs. Looking for jobs still they looking are still looking for employees. Yep. Yes. Every fast food joint in town has got a sign out there. Help wanted. Immediate hirings. Uh, there's still, like at McDonald's, I think, um, you could still get the sign-on bonus. Burger King, sign-on bonus. Word. Yeah, so, again, when they talked about, um, Joe Biden said that to to fight inflation, people just need to lower their costs, right? Just lower your lower, costs. Just lower costs. That's not 
that's stupid. That doesn't make any sense. No. You're asking businesses to just take a cut because of governmental fuckery. And that doesn't make any sense. You know, we want you to not only lower your costs, also pay people more money because you are just traditionally, I'm just going to make the claim, just traditionally not making enough money. Lockheed Martin (laughs) Rape are doing just fine. Amen. Aren't they? Lonesome Lenny Bass today. Dude, (laughs) fucking Bass Lenny. We're out here. Change your name to Bass Lenny. Um, No, so um, there's no solution to it other than, like you said, subsidies. People are just going to, if there isn't a way for you to lower your costs, the only other option is to lower your subsidies because they're going to increase your taxes. You certainly can't pay anybody any less money because they're trying to talk about shifting the federal minimum wage, $15 an hour. I don't. Which came up during the speech, too, by yeah. the way. So He said, we need to hurry up and do that. We need to do $15 an hour again for minimum wage. Explain to me, sir, how one should lower their costs, yeah. right? Just make less money. Make less profit. Well, the other angle that I hear from the conservative commentariat is that's code for price controls. That's code for, okay, you can only sell insulin for this amount of dollars and if it costs you x amount more we subsidize that but you can't have it cost any more than this it's a price control um like ben shapiro talks about that some of the more neocani older school conservatives are talking about that possibly meaning price controls which is something the democrats have generally over you know history have have enjoyed using during their times in power yeah. So that's another aspect of what that could be. But either way, you know, how has anybody who thinks it's a great idea for government to lower cost should take a look at the government's um, ability to lower cost at the university level and tell me how that's worked out for the American people. Well, I mean, one of the things that he ran on in his campaign was something directly related to getting cutting that cost down by like the whole thing. And that's. We're never going to see it, obviously, but that's what we're talking about. We're cutting costs, government subsidies, in my mind. Anyways, well, and I think a good point to your favor is just on the way here. I'm not sure if it was a bill or an executive order, but in Washington State, um, Mm. to limit insulin copays to $35 a month, right? Which I don't. I'm Mm. not arguing is a Mm. bad thing. Because it's drafts. I know, yeah, I know right. diabetes guys. But have, it is, man, that insane. is a government-implemented cap on what you can pay, on what you can charge effectively for insulin, right? Yes. Joe Biden hit on this same point. A hilarious thing, hilarious, tragic, depending on whether or not you have fucking diabetes, <laughs> is that not Donald funny. Trump had already placed a, a health care order when he was in office to lower the cost of insulin that Joe Biden rescinded when he got into office yeah. for him to now essentially do the exact same thing, right? And this is an article, let's see, this is policymed.com this is just the first one i pulled up here um one of the final healthcare actions made by donald made by the trump administration has been rescinded by the biden administration on december 23rd 2020 the trump administration finalized a rule that directed the department of health and human services hhs to take action to require that federally qualified health centers make insulin and injectable epinephrine available to certain patients at 34b prices the biden administration delayed the rule twice before it became effective on July 20th, 2021, and the first opportunity for HHS to impose the requirements of the rule would have been through grant awarded at fiscal year 2020. So while the rule has been effective since July, it is yet to be implemented. In the Federal Register notice rescinding the rule, HHS noted that the rule would have resulted in excessive administrative costs and burdens on health centers. 
Specifically, the agency took issue with a requirement that health centers would create would need to create and maintain new practices to determine patients' eligibility to receive drugs at or below the discounted price paid by health centers plus a minimal fee. HHS also noted its belief that the implementation of the rule would have resulted in, quote, reduced resources available to support critical services to health center patients, including those who use insulin and injectable epinephrine. Okay, so before we dive into the contents of that, can I just say how funny this is? Right, so Trump put in this policy, right? Yes. Um, it actually never actually took place. It never got to the point at which it was rescinded before it could be funded. Yes. So. Delayed twice and just, then allowed to Just take remember place. that. When, when people talk about, like, their accomplishments as politicians, we got this passed, we got this passed, we got this passed. Some of that shit is going to get overturned the minute the next guy gets in there, and it's never going to actually have been implemented. Yeah. That's wild, man, when you think about yeah. it. Yeah, and that's all. We don't have to go too deep in that because that's really all that. Yeah. I just pulled that up just to have an article oh, to man. back up the fact that that happened, that Donald Trump did this already. Joe Biden delayed it twice, and now that there was an opportunity, they're going to do it. Yes, they do. They do not care about you. They care about the political win. Yep. They care about the points. They so, hate you and want you to die. Yes. Um, Joe Biden talked about the Pfizer pills, right? We are going yep. to uh, order. We've already ordered, you know, a, just a historical amount of these fucking pills from Pfizer. And isn't it crazy that uh, gun manufacturers are the, are the only industry that can't be sued for liability? Oh, wait. I, oh, wait. Except for. Except for the people that we just let inject foreign substances into your body. Actually, help force inject mm -hmm. foreign substances into your body. The people that we're helping withhold data from you now from because yep. there's an active lawsuit mm -hmm. against Pfizer because they're whistleblowers that's saying that they fucked up their testing, that there was improper testing practices. Uh, Brandon Guerrero just sent me a thing yesterday that there are another set of whistleblowers from Pfizer that are saying that they've had uh, data for uh, – what, what am I uh, – consequences not consequences but like a, a severe side effects okay. for children since day one and never talked about it they just went forward with it anyway hmm. so hmm. but should this happen you literally should this be proven when let me correct myself when this is proven that they knew that it was going to hurt you and they pushed it through anyway you will not have the ability to sue you don't have the power the liability waiver already exists and i should say i should add on to that by saying that that's the first time that they've been allowed to do this. Ever. And I hate to tell you, their track record when it comes to, like, getting sued for malpractice, um, it ain't great. So the likelihood that uh, you would want to be able to sue somebody like Pfizer and then now not be able to, we should that should also be remembered. Yes. Excuse me. So this ain't a company that's been goody two-shoes, man. Oh, this, it's, it's all the no, money. These, these are um, dirty companies that have been manipulating people forever and now the government has decided that in this particular case where they the only time the government has actually said you have to do this now you have no recourse none none no no civil cases nope. no no nothing uh, nope there will there will be no, no crappy actions. Fox News commercials no. with a class action lawsuit in two years. That's not going to happen. Nope. So my tweet for this one, I said, I'm so glad we're making it easy for Pfizer to make more money. Mm -hmm. After people were canceled for mentioning ivermectin and COVID positive patients weren't even told about the antibody treatments. Yep. As I told you, it's anecdotally right in other stories. There are people that were turned away for being the wrong color. People that were told, well, if you were a different race, then you could get it here because we have to dole it out in an equitable fashion. And we've already given it to too many white people today. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Jordan's dad wasn't even told the antibody treatment existed when he, him and his wife both tested positive. Didn't even mention it. We have we had clinics here at the time. Wasn't even mentioned, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so our buddy Josh, right? I went to school with him. He said, the thing I don't get about this point is that Big Pharma gets significantly more money from monoclonal antibody treatments than a single vaccine shot, both paid by taxpayers. And I said, then focus on the ivermectin part. But the point of the antibodies, because ivermectin, now we're pulled off YouTube. Stream is gone. Um, oh, not anymore. The, the queen took it oh, and then right, posted about right. it on Instagram by accident. So, ivermectin, there's no... <laughs> The patent already is the patent on it is right out, so it can be yeah. made and sold for a sense sense a pill. Yeah. Um, Trend so, pajamas. That's right. So there is no financial incentive for anybody to make that, but this new COVID pill uh, or the new Pfizer pill that's still under what the fuck did I just say? Um, my reason. <laughs> yes. Love it. Yes. Um, and. So awesome. So I said, but the point of the antibodies is they helped and people literally weren't told about them and were turned away for being the wrong race so that government could push vaccines. Yep. Josh said, definitely not enough talk about preventative measures for COVID besides masks and vaccines. They're important, but there's also more that I can do. And I said, they didn't just refuse to talk about other measures. They boldly and actively lied about them and removed people from social media for even bringing them up and are now promoting a Pfizer drug that essentially does the same thing, right? <clears throat> they were giving them Pfizer and not telling the public. 100%. Yep. 100%. they were it was it was made by merck and ivermectin was created by merck who was working with pfizer to make these pills what are we talking about i wonder what's in them i wonder if there's there's something like uh, antivirals they're essentially the same thing as ivermectin they're just for a more a more specific use instead of a generalized one like ivermectin and part of the reason billions of doses of ivermectin have been taken since its creation is because it can be used for so many different um monoclonal Antifusion or infusion was available only to people who knew about it and requested it. One hundred percent. When I, I got COVID, yeah. literally said nothing. My doctor literally didn't. He didn't give me anything that I could take. No, you could take more vitamin D, uh, quercetin, zinc. Nothing. It was just, you know, whatever. Write it out. If it gets worse, come back. <laughs> what is that? That's not a way to approach yep. anything. Yeah. Well, and the fact too that like uh, the monoclonal antibody treatments were actually being like uh barred in florida by the federal government because yes. they didn't want people letting them out but yes. you know and that's that's not a good incentive man so you remember we talked about this a long time ago but like the the emergency youth authorizations are only um given if there are not other treatments available right. so they cannot they have to make sure that no other treatments can be available otherwise the drugs can't be uh, fast-tracked through exactly. emergency use so which so, is you know that's why ivermectin couldn't exist that's why the, the antibodies couldn't exist because mm-hmm. if there is another treatment and you, you guys can look that up that's not a you know that's no we're not making that up that's, no man like none of this is made no, up this is all emergency shit. use can only be given if there is yeah. no other uh possible treatment yep. and there were treatments available there were other options and so they had to just pretend like they didn't exist so they could force the vaccine yeah. on people yep effectively force yeah for for youtube's sake effectively force the vaccine on people well and in um, in their defense just slightly the the simple fact is you don't know what you don't know you don't know what drugs may or may not work on something that you that you Certainly. haven't tested yet so there's where do you start if i'm willing to do take i start it, with an start. anti-parasitic drug called Iver, ivermectin probably not but for whatever some people did they felt in their their doctoral professional opinion They've used it for whatever things they implemented it, and then, like the uh, the front frontline care alliance, 
doctors yeah, and stuff I mean, like that. They came up with these protocols and they ran them, but somebody had to test them. And as soon as there started to be any kind of indication that right. they might be useful, possibly, you can't talk about that because right. you're going to jeopardize the fast track of the vaccine. Not to mention the fact that they were using him in Israel, which was, I mean, like that was, that was essentially that was the test case. That man. was the lab was Israel. That yeah. was where we were finding everything <laughs> out was Israel. Right. And not for the yeah. creation of the virus, but to study it, you I know, know, to the effects and everything. It they were using weird. It, in it seems whole... like a weird line to walk when you say, Hey, the Jewish state, Ooh, let's test yeah. it out on you guys. Um, it was also India. You know, there were entire states in India that that was part of their protocol was to take ivermectin. Yeah, at they get those point, whole packages of things, man. At that point, when you have multiple nations that are taking this and it, you're still yeah. completely ignoring it, you notice Dr. Fauci hasn't dis- has disappeared from the Daily News cycle. Oh, dude, it was like, click, he's out. Yes. You're done, buddy. Yeah. As soon as the, <laughs> so as soon as the mandate started to be rolled back, he was no longer, yep. nowhere to be seen. He's now taken his, his millions of dollars and he's rolled back to his estate and I'm, I'm sure he has multiple mm-hmm. and is now going to do whatever he wants until the next pandemic comes up. And hopefully we're old people, hopefully, um, you know, and he is just a preserved head in a jar like in <laughs> Futurama. And they're able to put him up on the podium. And he's like, yo, I fuck with AIDS. I fuck with COVID. Dude, he'd be the real life Al Gore character. Yep. He's like, and now that Schmovid is here, I definitely know what to do. Yes. And it's going to be handled. Just give me your rights for like three years and we'll call it good. Yep. You know, so. It was after this that, <clears throat> excuse me, Joe Biden started. Here we go. Just <clears throat> yeah, that, <laughs> you were you were too fire there for a minute. That was oh. it was too good. <clears throat> Your body's like no. So this is when Joe Biden starts talking about the Second Amendment, right? That these things that I'm announcing, um, an assault weapons ban, uh, magazine ban, these things are not, <clears throat> excuse me, violations of the Second Amendment. These are. Uh, you know, reasonable. And why do you need a hunter magazine with a hundred rounds? Because do you have Kevlar vests? Mm-hmm. Right. So I got into an interesting <clears throat> interaction with someone at this point. So when I said, because then quickly turned to voting is the most, is the most fundamental, right? That's right? what it was. And yeah. I started talking yep. about, you know, we need to pass this and we need to pass this and this is what we're doing next. So I said, voting is not the most fundamental, right? And someone whose Twitter name is, I'm going to need you to log off. Yeah. Because I went and looked at his Twitter. He's not following anybody. His only followers are like. That's, a, that's what's called a troll, a troll account. account. Right? So he said, <clears throat> he said, yes, it's up there. What do you think it is? And I said, it's up there for sure. I would say the right to defend myself and my family is more fundamental. He then said, the Second Amendment wasn't in the original Constitution, though. Voting was. Amendments. <laughs> Amendment are changes to the Constitution, so I would put voting over it since it was there first. And my response was, we aren't talking about amendments. We're talking about fundamental rights, to which I would say the natural right to self-defense is more fundamental. The natural right to self-defense and the idea existed long before our founding documents, because I think the first written mention of it is in like 1620-something. Yeah. Right? It's a very old idea. The natural right to self-defense is a very old idea. Oh, yeah. It has been expanded as technology has been expanded. And now that we don't cut each other apart with swords, it involves guns now. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Just a different version of it. This is when it really goes off the rails, right? <laughs> um, he says, He says, then healthcare is a fundamental right as well. You'd take your family and kids to a medical professional if they needed it. Anything to protect their lives slash health, am I right? 
If taking care of your family is fundamental, then GOP needs to pass free health care for all U.S. citizens. That's there's a big disconnect there, so, buddy. <laughs> so that's, I it's said, not a, that's not the same thing. I said, I'm not exactly sure what your point is. Considering a doctor's visit, self-defense is a bit of a reach, in my opinion. But if that's the route to, if that's the route you want to take to get to wherever, whatever healthcare plan you want, I say go for it. Because <laughs> I don't see in any world other than trying to derail it to, I assume that you want to take people's healthcare away and you don't support universal healthcare. Because that's obviously what this is saying is he's assuming that I don't support this, or else why would you bring this up? Yeah. Right. Which is a ridiculous point if mm -hmm. anybody has listened to the show at all um <laughs> i don't believe in universally paid health care from the government but i do believe that people deserve the ability to go to the fucking doctor and not pay an arm and leg i i'm not even reasonable right exchange now. for goods and services yes um a working form of capitalism so he never responded to that he just liked it right which means obviously oh, that means i'm out yeah. thanks so i then started to think about this more and um i said to jordan i said also, this guy's a fucking idiot anyway because he's talking about voting being a right. Voting, I'm going to plant my flag in this right now. Mm -hmm. I'm going to put it right here. I don't care the way that it's defined in these documents or anything. This is the way that it breaks down in my mind. Mm -hmm. Voting is a privilege given to you by the government. If the government does not exist, if there is no power structure there, what are you voting for? What are you possibly going to vote for? I would a thousand percent say your right to free speech, your right to express yourself, and your right to affiliation. Those are rights. Yeah. You have those rights. What are you voting for if there is nothing, if there isn't a structure there? Someone has yeah. to give you that power to vote. Yeah, or not. Or not. Yeah. That's, that's not a right. You don't You don't have the right no. to vote in the military. Voting is that's a privilege. That's not how that works. Voting right? is a privilege. Yeah, So also, that guy's a fucking idiot because voting is not structure. a right. It's a, yeah. That is a, a privilege the government gives you. That would be, in my mind, I would call that a civil right. You, we, as Americans, have the civil right to vote. Right. Every American has the civil right to do that. And it's protected by what other fundamental right? The second, the second one. Amendment. See, it's it, the same argument that say, you know, that uh, the Second Amendment is there to protect the first. It's there to protect all of them. That's how that works. You know, the right to vote in America is protected by the Second Amendment. It means the government cannot infringe on your right to have a say or to, to the, your freedom to associate with the governmental structure that we have. So the Second Amendment's there to protect the voting right as well as free speech and shit. I mean, it's it's a simple argument if anybody wants to think about it. I mean, what gives you the ability to protect yourself to the best that you possibly can against infringements on your, or threats against your life and your liberty? The, the Second Amendment does, that's right. how that works. It's a dumb argument. I love stupid trolls. Stupid trolls are the best trolls because they they generally offer a great amount of comedy to everyone that experiences their wrath. Boy, it's not like Michael Malice. Michael Malice hurts people's feelings. <laughs> I love Michael Malice. I, he's my favorite. He just destroys people. Mm. So, uh, the, you know, one of the other things that really got me um, during the speech was the this again brought up like idea of the four meat packing plants being completely responsible for high food prices and things like that. There's just I don't know why it's the four meat packing plants that are part of this inflation problem. 
and, and why um, it is and that I, they yeah. keep bringing that up. I don't I don't <clears throat> quite understand where this is coming from it's because the, then he points to it as a, it's a monopoly that can that sets prices too high and it screws everybody. If you're a farmer, you have to sell it to the one of these four groups and blah blah blah, which. So he tries to make the argument that it's a monopoly when you just said there's four, which, mind you, is not a lot, but there's only one Google still. Right. I mean, there's 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 monopolies that you guys are okay with half, you know, essentially having, but like there's four giant meatpacking plants. You, I know of the local butcher that like I know where farmers and stuff get their meat butchered, and yeah. like I know where they do that, and that's it's an approved place of the FDA and all that stuff that can, is licensed to do that. They don't have to go to the four big meatpacking plants. That's not how any of that works. And I think that there are like some, I don't know. I don't know enough. It's about a the weird deal, too. but I'm yeah. tired of hearing it. That's, yeah. that's the problem. But yeah. Anyways. Um, so let's see here. I'll go back to main feed. Um, <clears throat> Talked about the opioid epidemic, right? We have to beat the opioid mm -hmm. epidemic. And he spoke in general about stopping things at the border. And there was even mentions of securing the border, which is again, yeah. when you were talking about like the MAGA things. I'm talking about like a like building like some type of wall or something, like it's, actually securing yeah. it. Like, we got to secure um, our border. All these different technological things, almost like what Donald Trump was talking about, because Except he said this is not in a, some places. Not a wall. And if, if you remember, we're, we're going to speak truth here. Yes, right? you have to say it. If you remember, Donald Trump said, there should be a wall, and in some places it doesn't make sense to have a wall, so there will be other things there. He he did say that, whether anybody wants you to know that or I not. I remember. He, he did say that. So it's almost like he's saying the same thing that Donald Trump said, you know, is to secure the border in, in the way that best fits the geological location. Yep. Isn't that interesting? So, now, I don't think for a single second he's actually serious about that. No. Not even a little bit. That's a not. That's a... There's a red wave on the horizon. I got to make sure I say something, you know, that's not as hardcore progressive yes. and psycho as possible. But that's when um, on the stream I was watching Lauren Southern at this point was shammered. And she, she jumps up like, based, based Biden and yeah. falls over and shit. Oh, my God. Yeah. And so it was I was blown away when I heard him say that. He spoke in generalities about stopping the influx of drugs at the border. but. Yep. Failed to mention China, who specifically imports the vast majority of fentanyl and illegal opioids into this country through the southern border, yeah. through the southern border, right? Because I feel like there's a, like a huge disconnect for people, you know, when they think about drugs coming from the southern border, they're just like these fucking Latin Americans. Yeah. It's like, well, kind of. They're definitely not cooking it all up, right? Yep. China, because they can't... Uh, they do, but can't send all of it on boats, right? They have to sneak it in other ways. It yeah. comes through the border. They work. Fancy and air, man. They work with other groups of, uh, with other cartels, and they push the drugs through the border. Yeah. Why would they have Chinese people come to the southern border? That looks awfully weird, doesn't it? <laughs> Why is there a whole group of Chinamen coming right. in from the southern border? That's <laughs> give weird. Give the game away. Yeah, that's really weird. So obviously you give it to a bunch of people who look like they're from South America and you send them to the goddamn border. Well, and I mean just the sheer fact that logistically it's much easier. Just do business with someone overseas whose business it is yes. to traffic drugs and people and all sorts of shit. Yes. If I want to get my drugs into America, who do I talk to? I talk to the cartels. That's that's the business hookup. That's that's called the black market. It's not just the cartels. It's not just China. It's it's this whole illicit marketplace that happens. And, yeah, no, there's, uh, what was it, uh, close to 2 million rec or uh, 
apprehensions on the border last year or something like um, that? Let's see. I know it was over Migrant a million. encounters for fiscal year 2022 are already up 126% compared to 21, which oh, was the highest dog. year on record. 220,000 gotaways since October. Gotaways. Since October. Wow. Gotaways. Interesting. And that's not even to count the, uh, the, the, the migrants that are being trafficked by the government and directly and, no, no. and flown into airports in the middle of the night all over the country. Because that's the thing. That's that's factual, by the way. You over. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, there was. Then he talked a little bit about Ukraine. This is the final written point that I have here. Okay. And then if there's anything else you want to bring up, we can go over that. Um, he talked about how they're going after the assets of Russian oligarchs. Right. They're going to start yes. taking the yachts and, excuse me, the properties and things like that. Right. Mm -hmm. And that conversation has been continuing. And I since he said it. So I have kind of a big question for you. Yes. Right. Um, I'm having trouble know. understanding mm -hmm. what the difference is between a I Russian oligarch mm -hmm. and Nancy Pelosi <laughs> or any member of Congress on either side of the aisle mm -hmm. that happens to, I don't know, have immense amount of stock and investment in defense companies that happens to make millions of dollars if we were to go to war mm -hmm. that happens to make millions of dollars when other companies shut down or when you are or when I am not able to buy a house because enormous hedge funds and investment firms are buying every fucking house in existence. I got a nice ad from BlackRock the other day on Twitter, I'm by the way. just having a really hard time understanding what the difference is between the people who made money and invested in the defense industries during the Afghanistan war mm -hmm. and the Russian oligarchs whose money is inexplicitly tied with the Russian government at this point. And, and I'm not saying they don't. Some of them do and some of them don't condone it, but you involved your money in the Russian government. So now your money is the government money. So when Russia goes to war, your money happens to be the money that is spent because it is the government money. And I'm, mm -hmm. again, I'm not saying that they don't want it that way, but what, what, what's, the, what what's is, the difference? What's the difference? Uh, the difference is only there's only one difference. They're foreign nationals. The the simple fact that uh, there's this problematic thing that we have in the United States as citizens that the government can't just come seize your property just because they don't like where you're from. Right. Um, that's the only difference. Whereas these are foreign nationals, and so their property is apparently up for grabs. So we don't act like – that would be the only difference I could see. And I don't know how I feel about that, by the way. It feels weird to me. Like as a human, I feel like every human should have the right to – like uh, 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 a proper trial and things like that. Yeah. You know, like I want to be able to like defend. I want somebody to defend their right to have that property. And then I want it to, to lose. Shit. Yeah. And then, you know, what if it's U.S.? I don't know how that works, man. Like, it's weird. But I don't I feel really uncomfortable about it. And but that's the only difference I could find between the two. The two is they're not us. No one mistake this as support for the Russian Federation or for Russian oligarchs, because it is not, right? Mm -hmm. It is very much a question of our own leadership um, yeah. that I just don't understand. So much about this stuff is uncomfortable. Because the I, Russian oligarchs oh. have mega dollars hidden the U.S. government will never find. A thousand percent. Word. We will talk about that in segment number three, Lenny. Yeah. Don't, don't doubt that. We also there have billions of dollars tied up in multiple other countries all over the world, too.
it's it's a weird deal. Yeah. So again, I definitely don't support what Russia is doing because I am a liberty minded person. I support the sovereignty of all people. Right. Ukraine is a sovereign nation, so I do not support the infringements that Russia is making on them. But I'm just failing to understand. Again, I'm, I'm not asking again, but failing, mm. posing as again as a general statement, failing to understand the differences between Russian oligarchs and Nancy Pelosi, whose, whose companies have been nationalized, right? And federal employees who have purchased stock in companies and have then effectively forced those companies to deal mostly with the federal government and can dictate what they do with their stake in that company or their husband's stake in that company or their wife's stake in that company. Donovan, are I, you are you <laughs> insisting that Nancy Pelosi is an oligarch? She is a duly elected representative of the people of San Francisco, yeah. all right, and California. Right. I forget she's a senator, but, uh, yeah, California, that she's not an oligarch. She is a – she may have all the other telltale signs – but she was duly elected. I, right. I will. I insist, good sir. This is this is blasphemy. She definitely won't have any governmental sway at all when she's no longer the active representative in the House. No sway at all. The dollars Actually, won't make a difference. You are very true there because she will probably die in the chair. <laughs> oh God! Okay? <laughs> You're right. Did you see her at? Did you see? It's not I good. don't. <laughs> what was that? That was uncomfortable for everybody. Uh, yeah, so that's the last written point that I have there for <clears throat> for the State of the Union. Oh my God, that's uh, that's that's good. Uh, the other things I just, other than the overall shit show that was, because um, it's always it's always interesting too to kind of have some fun and like note all the weird little gaffes that are going to happen, or you know how many times is Chuck Schumer going to actually gently stand up to clap and then the republicans boo and nancy pelosi is going to do some weird shit with her hands and look like she's a, like a crack baby i don't right. like yeah skeletor crack baby kamala harris is going to <laughs> mouth ukrainian when the president calls the ukrainian people iranians um you know that's just those types of fun things they the democrats i think probably for the first time ever actually got up and chanted usa Yes. USA, which is exactly what happened during Trump's last, uh, like last two, I think, State of the Union. Nationalist, I'm pretty yeah, sure. it was like a weird deal. Um, but the other things they had were like the child tax credit and the PRO Act, um, yes. which I think we're going to talk about in uh, segment number four later on today. Um, I've actually not really been, I still don't know that much about the PRO Act, so I'm, yeah. I'm really excited to hear about it um, and talk about it. But I just... I also want to just I don't want people to be to be buying into this stuff. If some of the stuff that Joe Biden said during the State of the Union sounded good to you, just take it all with a heaping dose of salt, because these State of the Union addresses are not actually. I mean, did you find out what the state of our union is? No, you did not. Um, the letter that he strong hated, because it's, we oh, are yeah, strong. It, he said it. That's right. That's right. Go get him. Go get him. I forgot about the go, go get him. Why? Yeah, he said a bunch of other shit after that. It Weird was almost shit, like dude. he got wrapped up in like how hyped the room was, <laughs> and he just was going. Like that was that's, a hyped room. I mean, for him, you know, oh, they for were him, cheering yeah, and, yeah, yeah um, that works. For as many people were there, there was a lot, you know, very limited crowd that that's was true. allowed there. Nancy Pelosi, I guess, was like deciding who could and couldn't be there. So um, <laughs> she is the queen of the Senate. Queen, queen of the, the house. The, the, uh, the house. house. Yeah, so, speaker of the house. 
Because yeah, she's yeah, responsible was, for most of the rulemaking. Yeah, and it, yeah. It was you know, it was you almost know. like he got wrapped up in it and going and said a bunch of shit and then I'm the go get him. Go get who? <laughs> what are you talking, what are you talking about? about? I don't <laughs> want to go get nobody. Yeah. Dude. What do you mean? So old, I will say I'm glad it was he did old man Joe. He was hopped on. He was hopped up on enough drugs to get him through the speech relatively quickly. Did not pause for too many applause breaks and things like that. So it was over and done with within an hour essentially. Yeah. Which was very nice. Trump could go on for hours, Yo, you and it drove it. me nuts. Although there was a couple times you kind of, I got swept up in the emotion of patriotism. Well, he yeah. gets you. He was a good talker. He Donald did. Trump yeah, was he a, did. Was, yeah. I mean, certainly much better than Joe Biden. Yeah. Donald Trump had his own um, quirks and stuff. The way that he would say industry, you know, like some things like that, and like he obviously yeah. talked in like a very exaggerated manner. But Super if you weirdo. were if you were in the right room, especially if you like had a beer or two, you know, if you had a couple of beers, I'd be in. I'd get after it a little feeling bit. Feeling real America, you just happen to be feeling real America that day. I mean, I have. <laughs> I could Shit. definitely. I actually have, I'm like, <laughs> wait a minute, damn it! I have been in those points, uh, like uh, Elk Camp uh, this year, when when it was yeah. really hammer time. You remember how hammer time that got? Yes. Um, I'm just really glad I drunkenly texted you and no one else. I'm the was, best person that you. It could, was great. Yeah, honest. exactly. Yeah. Um, you were probably really confused and thought it was about you until I said some weird cat or some uh, pet name that it was you, awesome. you were not familiar with. It was awesome. But uh, all them dudes up there were cranking like this, uh, like the Let's Go Brandon song was out at the time, the multiple, and then like a bunch of like hardcore, like redneck patriot shit. Like, yes. And like, man, we you get the drinks flowing and all that, and the, the fuck Joe Biden flag was flying on oh a, my God. A, up in the middle of the mountain. Everybody's getting hammered. And I was definitely like, I was entranced by the by the cult man i was in it for a minute by it was America it was fun you know and then you wake up the next day and you're like oh god what did i do last night <laughs> i got all trumpian bro shit, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah so yeah do so you feel good about the state of the union bro you, you feel like we're strong i don't um <laughs> i am very concerned um i was in my upsetness this morning, talking to Jordan about the new gun laws and stuff like that, mm -hmm. um, you know, and moving and whatnot, I was like, I, I don't want to be here anymore because when the Civil War starts, I don't want to be here. Like, I don't want to be in this state when the Civil War starts. I'm not interested. I don't want to have to try and fight. You want to wake up to, surrounded one morning? Yeah, and I don't want to have to try and fight to get to somewhere where I'm accepted. I don't want to. I don't want to do that. I don't want to have mm -hmm. to try and establish myself after we're already doing the divorce thing. Like, I don't want to do that. You know, because well, that's yeah, because at that point, somebody's going to have to start uh, proving their loyalty exactly. to sides and things. And you kind of already want to be where you want to be. I can yeah. I can get that. Um, now, uh, let me ask you this yes. real quick. Um, maybe the tables. Maybe. Huh? To, yeah, exactly. You know, sometimes <laughs> I got to participate. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to be too much too much of a Gerald. Um, after. The State of the Union speech, uh, looking at how divided we Americans as a society believe we are, do you think any of the division, did, did we get any crossovers? Do we get any more people that think we're not as divided? Or do we think we maintained about a neutral thing after this? Or do you think maybe even possible we might be more divided after the state of the union speech? I think there are a lot of people that are still very easily swayed by what they say up there mm -hmm. um by and by that i mean the people who work on capitol hill right they okay. still very much believe everything that they have to say and so 
when they hear Biden say those things, they still believe him. I mean, his approval rating went up like 10 points after the State of the Union address. I don't uh, know. How the... F- I don't know. Right. I don't know. Because you have to believe the things that he's saying. That's a weird... And yeah, you do. You've got to be a member of the cult. Yes. And so I think that the people he was losing, you know, when they were feeling like he was giving up on Build Back Better and all this stuff, and now they're seeing him double down, and maybe he had... And they're saying to themselves, well, he has to rebrand it so he can trick the Republicans into <laughs> voting for it. That's right. Because that's... You that's know what that's that what, is. That's what they're saying yeah. to themselves. They're, yeah. he's, he has to... It has to be done because now is the time for big instrumental change in america and if it doesn't come in one big felt swoop then it's never going to happen which is probably the exact opposite of the truth there are so many republicans that if you presented them with a refined individualized package on one program especially like it's something like child tax credit the republicans have voiced their their support for yeah you're gonna get it passed it will get passed especially this is one point that i wanted to i forgot to make Joe Biden talked about all these programs, all this new spending, no cuts, not one spending cut anywhere. No. The only solution is more taxes, right? But That's it, ridiculous. Yeah, not over, it, not unless you make over four hundred thousand. Regardless, right? Because <laughs> which is a lie. Because to me, it doesn't matter. Because right? yeah. it is a lie. So yeah. It doesn't matter, right? No talks about any cuts. No taking away of any programs. Not even any defense spending, which you would assume as a Democrat would be part of the jam, right? Nothing. No cuts at all. Only increases. Mm-hmm. You cannot run the government this way. When you're talking about inflation, when you're admitting in this speech that inflation exists and it's it's damaging people's pockets, even if you have no concept of what a dollar actually means because you've worked in such high sums for so long mm-hmm. that an individual dollar has lost any value to you at all. Yep. No cuts. Not a single cut. Not even to the defense budget. Well, yeah, because you can't talk about that right now, because we got to get we got to send money and stuff to Ukraine. So like it's that's interesting. Yeah, because I didn't really think about that. But there are no, there was no talk of cuts. It was getting rid of tax cuts. Yes. So it's tax increases. Yeah, tax increase. Well, I yes. like what uh, what our buddy Lonesome Lenny here says here. Uh, the State of the Union was the official quote: "Take your mask and get back to work." End quote speech. Pretty much. I think that's that sounds pretty fair to me, man. Yep. And that's on what, the that's back what end, I got. Was, and these are the ways that we're going to help you do it. You know, even though we just showed you that we failed at that. Yep. We're gonna we're gonna get after it again. I love it. So. I love it. It's a train wreck. Yes. And we're all here for it. Do you have anything else for the State of the Union? I don't believe I do, good sir. Okay. So with that, guys, what we're going to do, we're going to take another short break. The streaming is not going to end. We're going to go to that break screen. <laughs> so I want to remind you again to like the stream, like this, share it with your friends, comment on it. Again, thank you, everyone, for being here. And we, you can find us, obviously, YouTube.com slash Salt of the Streets, Instagram.com slash Salt of the Streets. That's where all the clips and stuff come out as well. Um, Facebook, fuck Facebook at Salt of the Streets. SaltoftheStreets.com for all this information, plus our personal social media. I am at Salt of the Street on Twitter and at Alpaca, Alpaca underscore Donovan on Instagram. Colin is at Big Bird Offy on both of those things. Also, Patreon.com slash Salt of the Streets. With yeah. that, we'll be back in three minutes, everybody. Welcome to the salt of the streets, coming at you every week with this food for thought.